0: This podcast was produced by Morley Radio.
1: Welcome everyone to ArtCast. Just a reminder, you can listen back to Season 1, which includes seven episodes on the Morley Radio website. That included episode from Artist Support Pledge founder Matthew Burroughs. Goldie and Morley Chelsea alumni, Susan Collis. Episodes of season two are also available. Artcast is a podcast presented by Matt G, artist and subject leader for fine art at the Chelsea Centre in Morley College. For this episode, I'm delighted to have street artist Hera and fashion student Inigo joining us. Born in Germany, Jasmine Siddiqui is known in the street art world as Hera, and is one part of the collaborative pair, Hera Kut. Hera creates mixed-media work on huge murals, entwined with poetic text that is poignant and distinctive in terms of the graffiti writing style. She looks into themes such as political injustice and social awareness. The work is hugely ambitious. One collaborative piece in Berlin measures in at a huge 42 by 16 metres, and the aim of that piece was to remind Berliners about the closeness to nature the city possesses by portraying a woman in a hoodie standing holding animals within her palm, symbolically enjoying the beauty and diversity of nature. Another collaborative piece in Iceland is a sprawling mural that spills over multiple buildings painted alongside street artist duo Nomad Klan This work symbolizes an escape from homeland to a foreign nation, the path from the familiar to the unknown, with the mantra being home is where you take it. Hera states, sadly, we seem to live in times where nationalists call for barricading borders and building walls between people mentally and physically. That is why it is especially important to shine light on the fact that humans have always been migrants. Tapping into new and unknown territory and eventually melting with it, becoming part of new places, cultures, and families. Stories of migration are in every country's DNA, its national identity, to remind people of what is crucial to uphold a culture-welcoming immigrants. So you're moving, aren't you? So you're based in Berlin at the moment, is it?
2: So, yeah, I was in, in Berlin... For seven years now, and um, I think uh, the pandemic years have done something with everyone. And for me, it was the realization realization that um, my parents are less mobile, and I can move back to Berlin anytime I want. Um, once my parents are dead, but <laughs> sorry, no. But right. it's, it's really it's really this thing. Um, they're not. They used to visit me a lot. Um, They live in Frankfurt and uh, Mm. I haven't seen them much and it's just it's just not a good feeling. Um, I feel like a bad daughter when I'm having the time of my life isolated in Berlin. Um, Mm. You know, like in in brackets like this, it wasn't the time of my life, but they Mm. weren't they weren't. They were just my parents um, are really such a source of inspiration for me, too. So. I think it's it's going to be a new big chapter here. I think also it's going to have it's going to change a little bit my storyline. So um, usually, you know how I I use um, I like to use uh, androgynous looking children characters. Um, I might switch that up with um, elderly people now because they're okay. just around me so much. Yeah, <laughs> but let's see. You know, I mean, it's really I've uh, I'm going to turn 41 this year and. It's kind of nice to go back to your hometown and see what you can do here. i'm gonna I'm definitely gonna try to make um Frankfurt uh, more colorful, and there's hmm. hardly there's there's some street art now, but there's still so much more room, and um especially with housing crisis. Uh, And um, especially with, you know, now um, all those big banks uh, sticking with home office, there will be a lot of room to do art projects. And so I think it's it might be the right time to come to a city that's not known for its art scene.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, You should come by. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been to Berlin about seven times and I've sort of seen it change quite a bit over the years, I guess, sort of since. I don't know, 2012 was the first time I went, Pretty but, cool. um, it's still, yeah, it's changed a lot slower than some parts of London has, um, in, in the sort of led uh, sort of gentrification way. Um, but yeah, I still really enjoy it and I'm looking forward to going back once cause it's still sort of locked down a little bit, isn't it? With like a lot of hospitality and venue, uh, like clubs and stuff, I guess. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It did. Um, it didn't do too well, no. I think. So I mean, for me now, leaving Berlin is not that hard because I really enjoyed, you know, the whole bar scene and going yeah. out. And it's it's uh, it's just you know the numbers are not nice. And um, yeah. I real I really did isolate a lot the last two years. And so I thought, no, let's let's do that closer to home, and um, have my uh, mother cook for me. <laughs> you know, that's uh, one thing, <laughs> but, um, you know what, I'm, I'm I have um, a little announcement. Um, I will be in London. We should meet up in London yeah, I'll be in London, in London this fall, and I'm very excited to see, um, how London did, um, and what's new and what's gone, because you know how the, the small shops. Yeah. It's all- sort of hard to see, to yeah. tell at
1: the moment, we're sort mm. of in a state of flux and we haven't had restrictions for ages. It's been a bit odd. Um, yeah,
0: haven't they officially been uh, relinquished?
1: Yeah, well, I think this week, even even the need the law to isolate, yeah, even the law to yeah. isolate is going to go away. So if you, if you have COVID, it's totally up to you whether you go to work or not. Which seems very premature, but um, I don't know if you've heard, but our government doesn't really Do care anything. about public health. Um, <laughs> cares more about. Defending itself. But I just, um,
2: I think I read something. I'm not sure if it was yeah. true. Is um, is the queen now um also infected?
0: Queen's got COVID. Queen is not dead though, luckily. <laughs> Man, uh, no, because yeah. they were just they were alone. You will Never from... die. So if you she, know that if she dies. We, no, she we dies. We're bugging. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're just. No, She's just, immortal. I, I mean, I hope so. I think you know, as a British person, it's a. A source of great fear—the thought of the queen dying. I think, like
1: pretty much everyone, well, I haven't had it yet. So, King Charles, but but yeah, most people have had it now. I think it's—it's just been, yeah, it's just been the policy, really. Everyone catches it and see what happens. Two
0: years without Mm. COVID. Yes.
2: Well, I mean, either way, I'm, you know, with or without, I don't like the whole mask thing because I really did get fat and I have such a huge double chin thing going. And um, I think it's because I was always wearing a mask. So I was like, yeah, it's fine. No one sees. But, you know, once that's gone, I'm like, what do I do? Grow a beard? <laughs> Maybe, but let's see, um, let's awesome see uh, how to, but anyway, so I will be showing at Stolen Space Gallery with, uh, um, well, you know, D-Face invited uh, me, and yep. that is so great because it's kind of, it's, ah, I love it when, especially galleries, you know, galleries that survived this whole yeah. horror show. I'm so excited to go back there and do something. With I love
1: them. I love Stolen Space. They always put yes. on a very good opening party as well. So I'll probably be yes. there. When is that? And <laughs> is, it, is it a group? Is it a group show? Or
2: no, it's a solo show actually. It's oh wow! It's a solo O'Hara show, and um, I I did I well the invitation came with him saying um, they wanted do something extra for every show so it's not going to be just four weeks but a little longer and um we might work on Well, I mentioned I've never done um a limited edition toy I've never done that but Mm. I think it's so good because you know with the exchangeable hats Mm -hmm. I can do one little character and then have a rat going and on in a and I don't know a deer hat and um a lion and whatever those things and then they can have a little show going on and i would totally play with that and do a stop-motion video or something and um but because i'm building costumes all the time anyway so i might as well just do a 3d scan of something and then do this i don't know it's just something weird and he's open to that kind of stuff and um so is that going to be la- in
1: the win the winter or yes right exactly yes oh, exactly. Excellent. The yeah. fall,
2: no, really- it'll be i think like october november something
1: cool I I really like that space. It's a really interesting space as well. Very raw with the interior.
2: Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 perfect. Maybe it's because I don't know. It's just if I had a gallery, I'd probably go about it like that too because the building is great. It wasn't ideal. It was you know, the rain came through the roof in the beginning and all these right. kind of things. But some, it's still a space that tells a story and that's really, that's key for um, urban artists, I think. So, I mean, I feel inspired by it, so.
1: Yeah, so um, in, in terms of like the early part of your career, did you sort of start out by getting into tagging and sort of illegal kind of graffiti or did, did you have any experience of art school or anything?
2: Um, no, I, um, well, it's it's, it's both actually so it was simultaneously so i think i might have always led a double life you know even though i didn't know i was hera i you know my real name like my my um my parents named me jasmine and um jasmine was drawing and went to drawing classes after school um but there was always this little wild side and i later named her hera but um, I I did both things, um, and everything I did was basically to avoid uh, social interaction. So the drawing was because I didn't really like the other kids, and I noticed they leave you they leave you alone when you're busy, you know, and like your head down, and you you don't get um, invited to playing ball, and my my skills when it comes to that that were really non-existent. And um, yeah, it was just not a good time. I mean, kindergarten was horror, horror, pure horror for me. Mm. Uh, I was forced to go outside, which I really hated. Um, And uh, I was drawing all the time. And I made up those, you know, a a white or a clean sheet of paper was like my own little world. And I didn't invite the nasty kids into that. Um, So that was escapism at its purest form very early on. And then when it came to tagging and that living in Frankfurt and growing up in Frankfurt, I was very inspired by graffiti because Frankfurt was really grubby and dark and gray, ugly, lots of social housing. Um, You know, those satellite dishes um, running up the the, um, high rise Mm -hmm. buildings. like. Oh, I don't know. it just looks so... Yeah, it's pretty
1: much where, like, yeah, we sort of know it as a place where people go for business trips, or not not really, yeah, sort of holiday, but yeah, hopefully... Not necessarily
0: business yeah. trips. Uh, yeah,
2: it was okay. business trips, and, and then... Our... What was that, sorry? Or we well,
0: yep. not necessarily business yeah. trips, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, Mr... Uh... I don't know if I'm allowed to... I don't know what <laughs> yeah, the please you know, do. parameters are. Yeah, Yeah, oh, I'm talking infidelity. We're talking... Oh, okay cheating of the ah. highest order. Oh yeah. No, no. <laughs> also the right.
1: days when people used to actually go on business
0: trips. Yeah. Well yeah, but now no one does, so it's no. just cheating, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um yeah, there was a time when people actually did go on business trips. So yeah. like, the time before Zoom. Mm. Um people did go. Well, it was, you know, you know, London I was always- with the 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 financial capital but then then in europe then there was frankfurt so there was lots of money but at the same time just so much unemployment and so much Mm. poverty in such a small space and it was super super mixed so we lived in a house where everyone was loud and i was this timid tiny jasmine and um i wanted to be tough so i started smoking cigarettes at 12 just to look older and um i started i don't know i just tried to be a little yeah a little little i don't know i wanted to be one of the cool kids so i wasn't so i i just um did what cool kids liked so i learned graffiti alphabets and then i'd do little tags for all my friends or like tag um their names on their sweaters and stuff like this so that was my way in or actually not really in because I didn't want to belong there but it was my way to be left alone even though I was nerdy yeah so it was kind of a you know that was that was this thing so but again both of those things are because of my social anxieties I just used art therapeutically in Mm. a way you know so it was it was always a tool for me to survive um and that's how also um books and tv same you know all all those media things everything handmade or man-made sculptures um anything you know it, um touched by someone with a creative um uh you know idea behind it i always found that so great That's a, that was such an alternative world to the the destruction a uh, destruction in the just I don't know, the, the gray in Frankfurt and my, my life.
1: Hmm.
2: Wow, that was long. That was a long sentence. But I know, I think you, you know, actually, you know what? I have to tell you one thing. Um, I never wanted to be an artist. Never, never, never. Because I thought uh, that's just so, I had this idea that um, you stand out so much. So everyone is going to look at you like, oh, that's the person with the scarf and the hat. That's the artist, you know? So yeah, there. so I didn't want to stand out. I think that's what I liked so much, even when I was young and I didn't even know anything about graffiti, I kind of liked the idea that you were anonymous.
1: Mm. I kind
2: of liked the idea that there was a way to be creative, to be seen and to do something um, that other people um, might admire or just, you know, think about, but without being like, you know, being there and, um, and like oh yeah that's the weirdo but because no one knew who those people were at least that's what i thought <clears throat> and so i think that was really i like that it was uh that's why i, I like the symbol of the rat so much because it's so sub you know it's such a subcultural thing and i really like that, that the fact that you can put your hoodie on and then and then no one's gonna notice no one's gonna talk to you no one's gonna throw a ball your way and invite you to play <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah. yeah
1: hoodies, that's, have, that's, hoodies yeah. have an interesting history here. Um, there was a, a previous Prime Minister, David Cameron, who said they had this hugger hoodie campaign, and it was all about the sort of the, the sort of previous generation's perception of a hoodie. And also, I've worked in a college before where there's a no hoodie policy, but that was more of a security thing, but it's, it was ridiculous. It was a um, weird thing, wasn't it? Yeah, there's With been... The, I mean, you're wearing a hoodie now, aren't you? I
0: am wearing a hoodie. I'm not depressed, but I am wearing a
1: hoodie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, so, interesting, you know... Yeah. And there's a book called What Artists Wear. You should read it Mm. because you're a fashion student. It's very good. Yeah. yeah, It talks about like different histories of clothing.
2: It is. It it has. I mean, that's, it's such a fashion statement. I think I was always drawn to urban art because it just felt very comfortable. (laughs) It's just kind of like, oh yeah, you could just wear, you know, just sweatpants. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. In this book, they (laughs) they talk about how like a hundred years ago, the, t-shirt hadn't been invented so people would just wear like, formal wear yeah, all the time were always uncomfortable and now we can just wear trainers to work yeah.
0: it's great that's <laughs> really funny my stepdad sees me in a hoodie and is like go, are, you, are you feeling okay are you yeah i'm just comfortable
1: <laughs> and in terms of your like sculpture like i saw a exhibition i think it was yeah it was in 2020 uh, it's like a disused multi story house in clapham uh, in london and you yeah. had you had an entire yeah. installation space and i think that was with your Co- collaborative partner wasn't it is that right or was that was
2: just you with yeah yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. That and, was and I was wondering if, if you could
1: talk just a little bit about which part of the work or if you how do you divvy it up um or is it yeah and and, and on that note just talk about some of the other exciting spaces you've worked with because that that was really exciting that show um
2: I wish I, I could have been there to be honest <laughs> <laughs> if you were there I wasn't I yeah. uh, you yeah. saw it in, in person I didn't but um I'm the the thing is I was really working, I was working on with the team in London very closely. Um, they also shipped some. No, I think they shipped all of the um, cardboard figures that we made back in Berlin um, to uh, Hong Kong. So they put the whole show up again in Hong Kong, but in a different space. And the cool thing was that the curator, as the curator for this, on um, Uh, Nicole Schoeny and her team, they they were basically, um, yeah, we were chatting while they were putting things up. And um, I'll I'll tell you a little bit about this. It's such a beautiful way to go about space just to, if you can do anything you want, I want to make it feel like um, it's a little playground. So it has a light feel to this. And usually I go and I I claim walls when I do installations by just writing stupid stuff on there and um, uh, just smearing, you know, paint seriously with my using my fingers to just go over it and just you know make um, make it dirty in a way so, so it, mm. it, that it's um, already desecrated. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. Now I can go and you know, now it, it doesn't look as nice. Now I can. I can and start really feeling at home. Um, so it was this nice house, but because I couldn't go, I asked Nicole, um, the cura- curator, and um, and the, the team to bring in their kids and do the work for me. Mm-hmm. So there were five kids, five children, who were um, yeah running. They were let loose. They were just so they were so cute. But I did have some some. Um, I, well, I did have a wish list, so I asked them to paint a huge, scary thing. So they, one of them, painted a. Um, it looked like a dinosaur type, of, like Godzilla mix. But then oh, yeah. there was a, a much, much, much bigger thing, which was a snail. <laughs> it was so much bigger than the than the monstrous dinosaur. I really, I thought I liked. <laughs> I like those kids so they they really broke in the room yeah so that means um and when um our uh, akut and my cardboard kids uh reached london and were put up there it made sense you know it was kind of like you know there was this um free spirited energy and the kids we had prepared really fit in there so it was um it was not just a collaboration between uh, akut and i but with those kids who I really hope to meet in person one day and shake hands, but you know, they might charge me. So maybe I won't. So in terms of
1: like your, your practice as Hera and then Akut and then when you combine as Hera-Kut, is there like a line that you guys draw in terms of who does what, or is it quite, or do you just have very similar?
2: Um, No, we don't have, well, now I, I, I had to learn how to paint eyes because for 16 years, he was in charge of painting eyes, but, um, you know, I'm still, um, I'm pretty much the same as I was when I was, you know, when we met in 2004, but he grew up and he has three children now and a wife, and there's no way he can, you know, fall from party to party and paint, um, which is fine. You know, it's just a different lifestyle, but he, he's just not, he can't travel as much. And um, I always felt street art and urban art I mean that's, well just say street art um, my genre was so special because the canvases didn't come to us but we went and found mm. the walls and the murals oh. and we got a you know we met new people we would have never met and learn like la- not, not languages but like learn um just learn to to see neighborhoods from the neighborhood's perspective yeah not just as tourists and um stuff so we we did stuff less and less as you know because his schedule is just full of kids stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to do. so um now yeah for the past couple of years um i've just done my own things um let's see one day i'm just gonna put his kids to work <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then we'll be on the road again. But yeah, I, as I said, he was his part was the photorealism thing, so the eyes and that. Right. Mm. And um, now I had to learn how to do this, and it just sucks. It's so much. Oh, are you work. finding it? Yeah, <laughs> it's so much work. I mean, but you know, it's just hard to combine what two people could do mm. in five days in in one. And have a good glass of wine. You know, that's really tough. <laughs> so I'm not coping well right now. Oh. I know, but I no, I am coping well because what I noticed is um I don't uh, I as I, I said earlier, I never wanted to be an artist because I always thought that's that's this mm, that's this person that sits by itself, uh, himself, herself, up in the attic and just stars or something and then paints and dies and then becomes famous but um i more i wanted to um actually be with people even though i was i described myself as non-social but that was just because i didn't know how to find the right kind of people so in the art world i tend to find really great collaboration partners Mm. um more and more and so i um i love collaborating Mm. and um it's at first, I thought it was the the special magic with Akut,
0: but I yeah. realized
2: that I can I can do I can have the same um, awesome time with yeah other artists as well. So that's how I spend my time.
1: Yeah, me too. I love collaborating. Even over the over the first lockdown, I started posting little pieces to other people, to other artists, and they'd work on it and post it back, and I'd work on it, and it just yeah. Even during lockdown, I wanted to collaborate. Really, yeah, love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, yeah
2: and it's not just not just with artists you know like i said um with the kids it was so much fun because i love doing workshops um it's because those kids are so unaware of um the tactical things you know you going to paint this and that it's gonna sell but no they're just gonna paint it because they have a cat that looks like this you know it's just yeah kinda, they, it's more writing um journal or something for them they're writing they're they um it's very personal for them so i mm. i try to do as many workshops now um as i can and just steal those brilliant ideas
1: yeah i once heard that you in an interview that you approached the wall without anything in your head so does that mean there's a sort of no prior planning and it's quite spontaneous <laughs> or
2: yes very that's really interesting
1: because it's obviously logistically quite a challenging thing to scale up to a wall so yeah no no no
2: it's much easier because if you if you do something that um where you need to like you know when you have a sketch then you're bound to that sketch you're tied down to this especially when you've shown it to someone you know Mm. because it's always going to be like someone's going to be like oh wait where's the other eye it's uh, you know it's like oh, it looks different from then the sketch and i hated that i've always hated that because what if i get tired and what if it rains and what if i don't know i fall off the scaffolding and then i i don't want to leave and just you know just have this unfinished thing so what i try to do is um just figure out how i can um Uh, reach everything on the wall you know I take a telescope pole with a little roller on it and then I go up there and just do my ballet moves and just try to uh, find a flow and then and then it'll come to me and then I know how big I can go so it's more freestyling from there and then that's why there's this flow and um, that's why I have a lot of different layers and there's a lot of drips uh with the huge wads it's not because I love the aesthetic of drips I, I like the aesthetic but I am also very cheap when it comes to buying paint and I what I water it down as much as I can mm. um mm. to find the first lines so that's why there are drips then um, once I found them I, I I take um less water in the mix and all that so it's trial and error until the end really and sometimes most of the times the more important thing the 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 one thing i really think about is um the message that i write like the writing that the typography part that's actually the only thing that i plan and usually i i consult with people i usually consult with neighbors whoever's coming by i'm always especially when it's you know like in sweden last year i i think i did a whole big discussion with everyone in the neighborhood about (laughs) the the words and that's why they loved it so much because they just kind of felt um there was ownership that's so good though Mm. that's
1: really good because it's like a whole history of in the world of uh like in the world of fine art there's a lot of public sculpture that in some parts of london is in is in public space but it's been totally private with how the consultation of the sculptor has formed and there's, some been, there's been some odd, awful sculptures. There have been some really dreadful things. Um, but there's also, yeah, there's yeah. also some good projects. I've had, a f- <laughs> really I've had friends sculptures. that are in, I've had a friend that's put in a sculpture and it was basically voted for by the public, which I really liked. So the public that were in that, it was in Bracknell and they they voted on out of 10 sculptors which sculpture they'd have. But yeah, there's, there's some awful ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that's interesting that's good that you like consult because it is their space isn't it it's their habitat it
2: is totally it totally is and you know what yeah. it's so it's so much fun because that's the way also i learn about places um it can it sometimes when i depending on how much time i have and how many um people are there around me but really the whole thing in karlstadt sweden it was so cute because um they hadn't seen anything like this and um I involved kids, kids gave, I, I painted on a scene where there was a, a pretty androgynous looking child having a tea party with a stag and a wolf yeah. and the whole concept. Um, I didn't have one until I talked to people there and the wolf was the, their mascot, the, the city mascot. And they actually did have like real wolves, animals around the town. I was so excited to hear that, like real wolves. That, that just <laughs> oh, right? I'm, and so I'm gonna go back there and I'm gonna dress up as um little red uh riding hood, <laughs> the red hoodie. And okay. um they're gonna come hug me. <laughs> the wolves <laughs> they know of that thing. So um anyway, so um the stag was because it's you know, a predator and prey. So it's the, the two sides. And they were having a tea party and the I think the title was I think it was something like a good host makes a place a home Mm -hmm. and strangers, friends, something like this, like, you know, just like something like this. But I came I, I thought about this because um, I was actually staying inside the house that I was painting, because uh, the 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 owner of that building she rented it um, out to it was like an Airbnb type of thing, yeah. and she was so excited that she had she'd had um, people living in there from uh, I don't know if it's true, but she she claimed it was seventy seven zero different countries. Wow, people who visited her there and. She said all of those came, and she'd never had trouble once, like so I, I just kind of thought, yeah that's it's for her now, you know this is her she's the host, and so everyone chipped in with their stories, and it was really beautiful, I think, mm. yeah, it, mm. I, well yeah, you know even though I don't care I don't even care if the mural was good, if everyone's excited when I leave, it's like, yeah, party <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great I don't you know it's like who cares I mean if everything can be better um mm. And I don't, I don't care, but uh, the spirit um, was there. And the, um, it's, it's really just, I think that's another thing that street art and well more graffiti really has taught me that anything can be buffed um, or destroyed or whatever, or added on. Uh, when I started doing graffiti, I painted girls and usually they were so tall and they got penises added on so that was, I mean, that's pretty, that was pretty, yeah. It was like, okay, that's that the only way you can handle it. Got yes. you to lead that... into androgyny. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. But um, now anyway, so um, you cannot, you cannot um, preserve what's out there on the streets. So that's why you have to make the most of the time you're you're spending in front of the wall and make that good. That's mm. the memories that that's the stuff you take home.
0: Mm. Um, if you don't' know what I'm asking sorry, I was gonna ask about um, what uh, so what is it about animals that you enjoy so much because they feature in a lot of your art, you know, and I, I, is it do you, do you like them? you know, do you enjoy painting them or is it
2: I like eating them?
0: Well, yeah, fair enough.
2: No, no it's uh... not true no. it's not true. I'm gonna get cancelled by all the vegans. <laughs> I'm so sorry I said that I was just kidding. It's fine. We and... don't have
0: any vegan listeners. No vegans in <clears throat> <laughs> my God, no. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my no. specifically we're going to get cancelled. Yeah. It's only my second podcast <laughs> as well. I'm, I'm done already.
2: But, yeah. You know, um, it's so... It's just... I think it's such a... The the way you say things, I, th- I really want to hang out with you because oh. it's making me laugh. The the, the, the thing... The, what do you enjoy about animals? I love them watch... You know, I just... I love how they don't think about finances. Right.
0: They hmm.
2: they they don't know how <laughs> they, <laughs> My dog doesn't know how much money she owes me. <laughs> she
0: marks And yet, you know,
2: she chews up all my shit. She leaves her she she leaves her dog hair everywhere, never cleans up after yeah. herself. And anyway, so I love just that that there's they're like children and mm.
0: uh, not aware of their carbon uh, footprint either. Yeah. Uh, the thing they're is just that is the problem for... is dogs operating heavy machinery yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A... Yeah. As you that's know I think <clears throat> parents not worried
1: about their productivity yeah we need they some carbon neutral
0: cats out here yeah yeah yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. no it's really it's parents don't like me comparing three-year-olds to dogs but they're
0: the not books... far off
2: yeah exactly you know that's yeah. c- and and it's um I, I don't know. I just think that's a great stage to be in mm-hmm. if it's kids or, or, uh, or animals. It's kind of a cool mm-hmm. stage to be in. It's, it's right the time when you learn how to hide your wrongdoings. You know, it's right yeah. the stage before you learn how to lie and cover up. You know, Some dogs are smart enough and be like, oh, no, it was oh,
0: the, the, the other was dude.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> usually they're just like, yeah, I made this mess. Huh? you know proud I love that and that's when kids are like yeah I you know I decorated your walls with my thoughts
0: and so, is that <laughs> sort of, so is that freedom part of what you like about it
2: um yeah it's something just pure it's pure uh in whatever characteristic they come you know so that's why um a what?
0: You no, know, saying they haven't been, you know, they haven't been corrupted by society and such. You know, they're just pure, unadulterated human. Exactly. Yeah. That,
2: that exactly. And with, um, mm. with animals, with Aesop's fables, and with um, all the other, you know, whenever um, animals are used in mythology, and they they've always been a part of um, human um, culture in a way that they were used to describe a character trait so it's a it's a nice vocabulary that can be understood by people globally you know right. it's, it's not something we have to explain there is just you you know that there's a difference between a turtoise and a bird or a lion and a rabbit it's just something we know without ever having met a lion in real life you know or that, you know, there are not many people <laughs> who can tell live and tell um uh how they are close up but uh it's just great because i want to tell stories when i paint um if canvas or wall and to tell those stories i need to find symbols easily understood um and that's how i just I, i i use those uh Fable symbols basically Mm. and 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 sometimes i do have to do research because as i I, even though i use the word global understanding there are some places where they do not enjoy images of pigs on walls (laughs) you know and um yeah it's tricky uh dogs even too when when we painted in jordan Akut and i painted in jordan i think we painted Ah, uh, um, it was for a uh, refugee, Syrian refugee project, um, apt art, awareness and prevention through art. Um, and we painted, I think like eight, no, no, ten, 10 murals in total. Wow. And I really had to, I had to do so much research on what I can use. Um, and usually I use uh, Quran phrases for yeah. my storytelling. Um, so they would last. So that's why also, I. I didn't go too androgynous back then. I made, I used male characters. Um, didn't use any pigs. Didn't use um, mm. any dogs, but lots of deer. And yeah. Do you ever touch?
1: Do you ever go back to touch them up, or are you happy for them to erode into sort of an urban layered palimpsest? Sort
2: of. I usually go back and and um, add penises. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm. no, it's not, no, it's not true, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> totally gullible. No, it's but it's
0: you can do what you want with it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, actually, you know, I kind of feel like once, once you hand it over to public, it becomes, yeah, it's just what, what, what happens. And, yeah. um, um, also you hand it over to, um, weather. Um, yeah. Mm. It's it's kind of it's exciting to see older paintings where I thought it was a good idea to use neon paint. And it just it doesn't stay neon. <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's neon for like six months and then it's just faded and gone. And I don't know, it, it's kind of disappointing. It, sometimes it's disappointing. Um, and I've learned a lot uh, when it comes to quality paint um but then again i'm i'm such a live in the moment person that with with um all my babies you know those are my babies that i create they just they have to stand up for themselves i don't know i just i don't know i do the best i can and then i just say you know you're you're there um
1: great
2: yeah but i i did touch up one thing um but not all the way it was was early days i have to tell you it was early days i painted it was early days meaning i still painted on i painted a lot of school buildings so commissions by schools and um there was never a lot of money involved and uh i I, I did a lot of them kind of i kind of liked it and then one time the school called me and they said, oh, my God, yeah, there's some vandalism going on. Here. <laughs> and um, I went there and I didn't see any. <laughs> so I was like, I oh, it was supposed to be like that. Um, yeah. It was supposed to be like, it just looks like that. And they're like, yeah, but we don't want Mohawks. And I was like, okay, um, okay, well... Yeah, I'm going to touch that up for you, I guess. But no, they
1: can't make requests and it's free, surely.
2: Um, I don't know, but, but really uh, another thing, um, there was this, it was called, I have it here, Street Art New York book by, by uh, Prestel Publisher. And right in the beginning, and right in the, the, you open the book and there's a piece of, Akut and I did back in 2010 in New York. And they published it but it was already you know vandalized (laughs) someone had painted glasses on the characters. Uh, okay right red spray paint and was super drippy and you couldn't see the eyes and they were just like oh yeah heracude (laughs) those (laughs) 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 okay cool i don't mind no i don't mind they have a life of their own
1: so yeah in terms of the graffiti community and street art community or muralist community we've had some interesting chats about definitions of artists in the past but um yeah it's obviously very male dominated just as it is in the um fine art world and i was wondering did you find that challenging um and are you seeing any sort of changes more recently um how 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 was the sort of emerging from that in that, that community for you
2: um i definitely i mean you you must have noticed them too there's definitely a lot more women Mm. now um in both graffiti and um graffiti and and street art so i'm i'm happy for that i think there have been a lot of doors broken in Mm. and um i follow a lot of girls on instagram as well um there's this one account it's it's i think it's called vandal girls or something vandal girls vandal mm. babes or so and that it's it's there are two aspects about it because one is vanity right some of the girls are just you know showing off their beautiful bodies right but um but then there's a lot of them who can pull off a, an awesome style
0: right and sometimes and so, it's both
2: exactly and then it's like mm. you know but so you know don't hate on them if they look awesome and they're talented it's just great yeah more you know please you know, just everyone do more and sometimes it's neither you know so sometimes yeah okay well then you know but but i'm entertained by that a lot i follow it um as feeling grandma like because i'm i've been wor- i've been working as a curator for <laughs> projects now where when i invited some ladies, um, they said, oh yeah, we went, when I went to school, I got your books. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I, I'll still hug you. Um, but I also, I'm so happy, really, I am so happy. Um, I think it really, uh, the, but it was kind of foreseeable though, wasn't it? Um, I thought it was foreseeable because it cannot be street art graffiti that whole urban art cannot be compared to um art movements Mm. before that because it's the first one that's happening globally at the same time due to due to our media um the media we use and it's um every everyone can do it um you can put your stuff out without you know i never went to art school i can Mm. still you know everything is super democratic yeah. people basically vote if they want to have your you know, kind of like what hap- what's happening now to the sculptures in london that you mentioned you know yeah so so the, it's it's really this um it's a grassroots thing and it was a grassroots thing and there's lots of women so just make made sense that it doesn't follow those old paths and i think a, it took up a lot of uh art professors because now they didn't have the their um well you know their flock of female art students who all right. want to be seen and do anything for anything and everything for that mm. uh, it's a super democratic I love it I, I think it's um well it, if you want to if you want to hear I'm not going to hate on any men you know because even in the past well even you know there's always people who were nasty and I've been hit on a lot when I was still, you know, tiny and um, young. Um, and there was, of course, graffiti dudes who said, well, you're just coming along because you're hot. But it was kind of nice though, <laughs> because, <laughs> because I was, you know, because I just, I was like, well, um, I still get to paint you know, I'm gonna just gonna kind of use everything I I have to do what I love, take
0: and, a um, and and go about your day.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does. You don't have to do anything beyond that. It's just like well, whatever. And then you just have to be okay with being called a fame or stuff like this. It's like, well, you don't know me. You just have those words. You know, especially with the word. Just, ah, it's horrible. Mm. Um, it is you. Quite- Ooh, sorry, yeah. I
0: was, it's it's a weird word, isn't it? Because it is sort of, it has completely opposite meanings for men and women as well, mm. that word specifically. <laughs> like, if you get what I mean, like, they mean completely different things. Uh, but yeah, no, and it's weird, it's sort of, if a man calls a woman that, it sort of takes away, in, in my opinion, all of the power from what he's saying. Because clearly, it's one of those things where it's sort of... I don't know. It just seems sort of petulant,
1: you know? Yeah. Usually mm. misogynistic. Well, um, I, yeah.
2: But I think, you know, I've, I've met my, I've, I've for every, people I've met, I've, I've met two great guys. You know, it's kind of, it's, it's really, it's this thing. It's, there's always been really good people that I could connect to and um, more in, in that genre than in others. Mm. So I'm, I'm happy. You know, I was, I just, I had a, a it had an interview um a couple of days back where i was reminded of the day when um it was the only time that um i was out there with a couple of people and they took me they took me along it was those dudes they didn't take me along because i was looking i was looking horrible back then but it was i was super depressed and i was seriously considering ending it i was just like i don't you know no one would notice i am just so i'm so not important to anyone. I'm not doing anything productive. Um so yeah, no one would notice. I'm just using up resources. So seriously depressed. And then there was um it was this little crew of graffiti artists and they called me very late at night when I wasn't feeling good. And they said, Oh, we're gonna go out tomorrow. We're gonna paint at this abandoned place. So it wasn't like totally, you know, it wasn't crazy they didn't paint a rooftop in the middle of town it was kind of a safe thing where you can take um a girl along that doesn't run very fast with me so ultimately we got caught because I didn't run fast enough just like they thought um but when we were taken to police into police they said girl you hang out with the wrong people right and i just thought you know what you And just really, they saved my life. So you don't know anything about this. And, mm. and that's, it's just, that's, those are the things where I think I found, I found where I belong. And that's, that said, that's a lot to say from a kid that never wanted to talk to anyone. Yeah, either, so.
0: yeah. What would what, what your dream art school consist of? You know, if you were to start educating the youth of today?
2: Um, in, in traveling. I think traveling.
0: Mm. a lot of traps. I
2: think it shouldn't be, it shouldn't just be at one in one place. Yeah. It was like, it, I think there should be exchanges all the time, mm. like all the time. Yeah. Like kind of random too, like you know, like you go to China now or something. Just I don't know. Just kind of yeah, like, okay. I know what you mean. Hey, no, seriously, but because once you're out of your comfort zone out of your peer group or, you know, whatever, then you then you have to be creative. Yeah, that's when you have to bring a point across different shooters. Yeah, that's so important. Mm. I think that's the most important thing. Um, And every school before uni or that they should really have like mandatory exchange student years. Yeah, I think like globally, you know, just kind of have all kids at the age of 16 spend at least six months somewhere. And uh, they will become much more aware of the world, of differences, cultures. Um, they will become aware of their own culture much more. And, um, and they have to be super creative. Also, they can be someone else. Because so, this whole thing about, you know, with art is um, so, you know, Mr. Vinegar, is Indigo your real name? No. Indigo is my
0: right. real name. It's not a straight really? art name. No, it's my real, it's my given name. It is my legal name.
2: <laughs> oh my God, okay. I am
0: Inigo Alexander Ulysses Farrah. I am,
2: yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So, you, you know where I was going, but then you totally- Sorry yeah, about that. Win. That's, you it's win. just, it's my name.
0: <laughs> but but can, I, can I flip this around on you, if I may? Uh, what, what made you want to rename yourself, reinvent yourself and become Hera? Which is
2: um, yeah, that's exactly what I meant. It's uh, it's it's kind of cool when you can when you have the opportunity to pick another persona. This guy it's kind of cool. I mean, ask Batman and those guys. And that's just kind of it's really freeing. It's really good. You can be a completely different person, and um, because no one knew because it was still graffiti and you know underground when you could beat someone else and be, um, I just, I think that's really good. And by being someone else, you're just being another part of yourself. So ultimately when you go to bed um, with all those personalities at night, you feel more whole than just living in this one thing because we're a lot more than we show off, you know, usually. And having a, a, an artist's name is one of those it's like a little costume to put on, and I really like that. I think it's very freeing because you learn more about yourself, and you can see also you can see your own little problems from a from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think that health wise, <clears throat> mental health wise, it's pretty good actually.
0: So in your day to day life, in that case, do you go by Hera?
2: um No, but I don't. But um, there are certain people where uh like you know there's a friend of mine her her graffiti name is honey and her um legal name is bianca and i just i can never bring myself calling her bianca because honey is so fitting and with some people who met me as hera they met the the tough thing i mean hera is pretty awesome because i mean Hera mythology uh hera Mm. the the highest of the gods um, i mean the goddesses living up on the olympus and um she was very vicious and she was so she was really mean and she was not shy to show it and, and was, i kind of yeah. liked it yeah she was,
0: she, something. She was something yeah
2: <laughs> exactly and you know compare that to little jasmine you know this is a tiny flower that's so accommodating it just grows everywhere on every continent and they make teas and candles and Give you gifts for your that makes birthday. Makes
0: though. I mean, you know, you get to a point in your life where you know who you are slightly better, and you can reinvent yourself, or I guess give your out. You know, your external how the world perceives you. Uh, you know, you can give it something new and so a new name that fits your personality better. I guess.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the funny thing is, I do think that Jasmine had a lot of anxiety issues, and one of them being scared of uh, heights was being scared of heights, and Hera. Mm. I don't know. I painted a 20-story building in Moscow. It was like, no, no problem. I live on Olympus, and I yeah. so don't worry. <laughs> you know, I I don't care. And um, Hera is pretty tough. And I actually had a um, my a long-term relationship with a, a beautiful man, a, also graffiti artist. And he sometimes he got so annoyed when I came home from, let's say, three weeks um, a tour Canada or okay, somewhere three weeks of being Hera and I came home to our shared apartment and he was like, you can be Jasmine now, like you can be less tough. It's OK. Yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of nice to, to have that and have that switch. Um, but it, it's just to be honest, you could name me anything because um, my parents uh, pronounced my legal name Yasmin, hmm. So which is also different and um when i was born they told my grandparents in pakistan they named me jasmine they didn't mention they spelled it with a j and i got this huge golden y (laughs) (laughs) as a gift (laughs) you know i don't care what you call me how you spell or (laughs) pronounce or whatever just make it kind (laughs) cool Wow, we're not really talking about art, Ari. No, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. no, we've no talked, we
1: talked a lot about art, though. Okay, no, it's been good. Great. It's been really good. Um, yeah.
2: So, and I'll see you in London when I'm I'm around. Yeah,
1: there. definitely. Yeah, I've got a yeah, I've got a shoot soon, but um, yeah, definitely. Let's catch up when you're in London. So round about the winter time. Yeah, yeah. I'm Looking forward to seeing the show.
0: Yeah, you should yeah, come as well. I'll come as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. I hope yeah, definitely you come. And you. And- yeah, definitely come.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and bring so. some animals.
0: I yeah. Uh, I I'll, I'll do my best. Take some crows. We have got quite a lot of crows. We in the do park, a lot of crows. Yeah. yeah. You take know some so.
2: crows.
1: Uh, there's, there's a massive cemetery nearby, um, yeah, next I, next to a, where the college is. And there's a uh, lot of crows. Many about. squirrels as well. <laughs> yeah, they're very friendly, Fight aren't they? Fight each other. Yeah. No, it's vicious. Yeah. 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 We'll try okay. and get some of those.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll bring you yeah, Edgar Allan Crow, Joseph <laughs> Stalin, all of my, you know. <laughs> The whole, yeah, whole, no, but seriously, the whole
2: I mean, aren't all crows named Edgar, or a second name, Edgar? I think there is something about that. I think, or I don't know. There are some some animals. I think they're they're called Herbert. and <laughs> it okay. just I want to name animals as much as, <laughs> sorry, yeah, um, I think my my instable. the communication t- is is kind of like shut up now. You're too sidetracked. <laughs> but I'm gonna go check out the squirrels that I have in my new garden. Excellent, I'm that's gonna,
0: very exciting. I'm
2: gonna figure out which one's a a herbird.
1: Cool. All right. it' well, it's uh, lovely chatting. Thanks so much for you, I was, for joining yeah, us. Thank
2: you for ta- cool. Well, have a good day. Bye. Speak soon. Guys. Bye.
0: See ya. Bye.
1: Thanks so much for joining myself and fashion student Inigo for episode 11 of season two of ArtCast. We were joined by the impressive muralist and street artist Hera. You can check out her work on her Instagram and the work of the collaborative pair HeraCute is at www.heracute.de. Do join us next time where I'm pleased to say I'll be joined by David Shrigley from his studio in Devon. I'll be asking him how he has his scones and discussing his big commissions such as the fourth plinth in Trafalgar Square.
0: Would you like to update your current skills, start your career, go to university? Morley College can help you with your journey. Join us at one of our open day events at our Chelsea, North Kensington, or Waterloo centers. You'll be able to get one-to-one advice and guidance with an expert subject leader, tour specialist facilities, join workshops and tasters, meet current and past students. Also, visit our website at morleycollege.ac.uk forward slash events to find out more.